0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're here at the downtown Spartanburg. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here at the New Way Lounge in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina, for another episode of Sparkle City Sessions. I'm your host, Mark Rocco Dawson, and
1: I'm Paul Toplis,
0: your co host. And today we have Mr. Tony Slaughter here with us, who has uh, come back to tell us what's been going on in his life right now in the music endeavors. Uh this is the oldest bar in town. Uh please come by and have you a good burger and uh, ice cold beer and we really appreciate the sponsorship of the New Way Lounge. Tony, how's it going?
2: It's going great, man. Uh, this past, I think it's been about a year since I've been here yeah. last. Uh a lot a lot of stuff happened uh during that year. Uh I learned a lot about uh Spartanburg and how much it's changed over since uh I guess you'd say since the doggone days. Um, oh, yeah. And it's kind of sad. I, I learned real quick that uh, as much as I would love for it to be, Spartanburg is not a music town. It's a musician's town. It is full of talented
0: it's a musicians. Proving, it's a proving ground. I'm sorry about
2: proving, but, proving ground. But I, I feel like Spartanburg has become more of a sports town than anything else. And that's sad because there is... So much talent here um, that most people don't even discover because basically another thing that I've learned is nobody cares till everybody cares. If you're not if you're not the buzz, then there's nothing for them to jump on and be a part of.
0: Well, the buzz is subjective. Yes, uh, exactly. Uh, um, I agree to you to a certain extent that you know Spartanburg is pretty barren with places to play, and well. Uh, uh, excuse me if you hear some uh, peas and pops and stuff we're working out this new board and stuff like this so i'm uh having to adjust on the fly uh yeah um tony coming out of the gate swinging uh uh, and and it needs to be. It's it, well.
2: It's been it's been quite an experience this past year because I. Um, well,
0: you've switched from doing like band stuff to singer songwriter yes. stuff, which was what we was pushing uh, in last season, I think. Yes. And um, our and,
2: drummer passed away. Yep. Ta- uh, yep. I was. Uh, I had a show. This is how it all started. I had a show in Greenville uh, at Doc's Tavern, and i messaged them and the other places that i had booked i had about 10 other places booked for the alton douglas band which was my original project and focus and uh i messaged them and i said hey i said i apologize but i'm you know i gotta cancel this show uh because our drummer passed away and things just aren't we're not able to get anything together right now Um, you know the band took it really hard and we did try out a couple of drummers but i think everybody was just so you know withdrawn from everything that had happened and it happened so suddenly
0: yeah Todd Todd Scarborough uh,
2: yes he was such a good person
0: well-known drummer here in uh, in the upstate um, and a good PA guy
2: yes absolutely good um, person all the way around yeah uh, but the, I, I went uh, I went the guy said hey he said go ahead and just come open up. I got another band to play the show he said why don't you just come open up for them And I said, okay, so I went down there, and uh, he was with Hill House Records, and so I went down there, and I opened up for them, and when I got done, he walked over to me, and he goes, man, he goes, I I was not expecting that at all. He said, "Uh, how would you like to open up for Wade Jennings? Uh, Wade? Waylon's grandson. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, floored. I was like, yes, absolutely. So I did that, and when I did that, it kind of snowballed into me over the past year. I've probably opened up for 20, at least 20 regional or national artists. i woke worked uh, Alex Williams, Addison Johnson, Tim Gooden, Billy Don Burns, who is the oldest singer-songwriter in country music he's written for... Uh, willie merle i mean you look up his stuff he is johnny paycheck i mean he is wrote for everybody so everything just kind of happened really quick really fast and i kind of went in a whole nother mindset that you know hey this is something good this is something big and i just kind of jumped on you know dove in head first and
0: uh well i know it's been working for you because uh you're quite busy uh and um uh, the storyteller thing is working good for you
2: it, it has been, but like I said before, one thing that I've learned um, from playing Spartanburg, you know, playing around here, you play small bars and stuff, mm-hmm. and and I love, the like the new way, I played here last night, I love it here. I can play my original stuff here, mm-hmm. throw in covers here, whatever, but these other places that I've been playing where ticketed shows, you know, listening rooms and and places where I'm opening up for bigger artists, I like those because all I have to do is play my original stuff, and that's really what I want to get out there. Yeah. But what I have learned about, you know, like I was saying with Spartanburg is this is not a place where people are going to come and and pay to see you play.
0: Well, you know what Greg Arcella told me about this region? He told me this was the worst region for new music to come out to the country. It's the worst southeastern region. If you're not doing Marcus King type stuff or stuff in that vein, then it's not going to get. It's hard for it to come out from here. And you're talking about a a multi-platinum producer telling
2: you that, you know. So, well, I got two two. I got a really good step in a in a place in Dunn, North Carolina. It's called the Bird's Nest Listening Room, and uh, they asked me to come open up for Dallas Moore, which was huge for me but most people don't know who Dallas is because he's underground. But uh, anyways, I went and opened up for him. show sold out. Well, within three months, they messaged me again, and they said, hey, we'd like to get you and the Piedmont Boys in here. I said, okay. So I talked to Greg. We got that fixed up. That show sold out, too. Yeah. So January the 20th, I will be doing my first headlining show at the bird's Listening Room. Tickets are $20. And when is that, in January? January the 20th. Okay. I've got uh, Drew Spencer's coming to play lap steel with me. Uh, I've got a phenomenal <coughs> fiddle player named Stephanie Sullivan. She's coming to uh, to play fiddle that night, so I'm really looking forward to that. No. But I'm moving more into the ticketed shows now. Where, but you know, I still have to play the stuff where. I'm still playing shows where I get paid 150 bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, but then I have some shows where I'm getting paid 4 or 500 bucks just for me by myself. Yeah,
0: which is which is what it's supposed to be really.
2: Yeah, and it the, is. But you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: The, the Bird's Nest, that's uh, a show that you're going to be doing all your original music. Yep. Yes. And have you found that over this last year that you've been developing your 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 solo career as it were uh, is has that also helped you develop your songwriting?
2: At it, my songwriting has changed a little bit. Before, when I was doing the whole band thing, I was more, um, I would say I was more outlaw country. And now. More, more, more
0: thinking about the song, too, instead of the lyrics.
2: Yeah, exactly. And now it's a lot more personable. Uh, it's more storytelling, and I love telling the stories. That's that's my thing. I love telling the stories behind the songs because they're all real. Yeah. There's nothing made up. Um, it's straight from my heart or from what I've seen or what I've been through or seen somebody else go through. But my writing has changed, and I still feel like it's evolving into more of a singer-songwriter verse as trying to front a band, trying to write songs for a band. Because, you know, when you write songs for a band, you you immediately in in your head you hear what you want the drums to do yeah. you hear what you want the bass to do see I don't even listen for that anymore I'm just I'm playing for the song instead of in trying to reach the audience versus trying but, to y- y- what,
1: what what is it what is it about the bar and pub and club scene in Spartanburg that is is not allowing uh, singer songwriters solo performers original artists to come through and uh,
0: original you just said it original original it's and hard. It, it's it, hard, it, hard. to get your originals across in this town. It really it, is. It
2: is, but that's why I found out though doing the storytelling thing. If you're in the right atmosphere, you can tell your stories and you can reach people who are there for that music, not that yes. it's there to talk to a girl or talk to a guy. One of the great things about the Bird's Nest Listening Room is it's so quiet in there. You can literally hear pin right drop, or I'm sorry, a penny drop and hit the floor.
1: So, uh, uh, so they're re- they're very receptive and and they're there to li- they they're want. there to listen to your music.
2: That's what they want. Uh, I haven't checked with them the day or uh, since the day of the show, but I mean, within the first day, I sold thirty tickets, and this this room only holds about eighty people. Yeah, but I sold thirty tickets to people who. Want to come hear the original stuff? Right.
0: Now I noticed you played up at the uh, cannabis place, the Smoky Bears or whatever. Bear. So how was that?
2: That was a cool little place. Um, I, he's actually—they're not know how selling I'm real to. weed, though, are they? No, but he is one step away. Well, when they legalize it, he'll be able to do it. Yeah. He literally told me what he's selling right now is literally this far away from being legal, but he has all the paperwork. He has to go through the whole government thing before it has to be approved oh, stamped, yeah. all that.
0: Well, the South Carolina mm. the Greer store I think it'd be a little bit longer before he gets
2: the same stuff that the the N C store has. Yeah. But he is the he's the only dispensary in south carolina right now that i know of like actual dispensary well when it um
0: when it becomes medical purposes in north yeah. i mean in this nc he'll
2: be he'll be the man but his plan is to put one right next to venus pie
0: oh that'd be awesome he's wanting it?
2: to do that at the beginning of the year and i even told him i said man you could do the open mic from seven to nine over there and let people get you know a, a lot of people have and p- then come over here right afterwards to the new way and jam out and there's going to
1: be a lot of uh, messed up pizzas in uh, <laughs> well you might be able to get some if, special uh, toppings <laughs> well yeah and if you know spartanburg then venus pie is the place to put that kind of
0: store uh, uh you know and venus pie is uh, the only uh, uh it's got a unique pizza uh, it does it's a unique place so
2: one thing that i did do uh, last this past year um, I branched away from South Carolina, I went South Carolina, North Carolina, uh, did a few Georgia runs, I um, had two shows in Alabama, and this year, hopefully, if everything goes well, um, our destination is Redbirds Listening Room, which is in Bronzefield, Texas. Okay. So we're trying to put together a run between South Carolina to Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and then maybe a couple of nights in Texas if we can get it. Now,
0: the, the Piedmont boys won't let you go on tour with them? And, okay. Well,
2: it's a, it's a different vibe. Oh, they you have know, a management company, though, that you'd have to go through to okay that, right? Uh, Not really. They don't have management anymore or booking. Greg does everything himself. With me, I'm doing my booking, and then... uh. Mama Mountain, or Mountain Mama Entertainment is also helping me doing my booking. And then when I go, like, to the beach area, I have a booking agent down there. Yeah. uh, Side Side Hustle Entertainment. Um, So I work with them. I pay them uh, 10%. Yeah. Uh, I got one in Georgia that I'm working with. So instead of having all these like one main booking company around like there used to be yeah like marty lynch used to do yes you got all these little bitty ones that are just kind of swapping back and forth together like wrestling
0: territories
2: (laughs) but the reason the main reason why i wanted to start traveling is when i started seeing the response versus the response here people here know you so they take it for granted when they see you. They're like, oh, that's just Tony playing. You know what I mean? It's not like it's some big thing. Uh, me and Shelley went to, uh, she's Mountain Mama Entertainment. We went to Georgia for four days. The first two days there, we did $1,700 in merch. Mm. In merch. yeah. So, like I said, when you go somewhere where people don't know you, they look at you differently than they do when they've known you their whole life. You know? it's it's not it's not something not saying that they don't respect you it's just they don't get it
0: uh, look back in the 70s and you know this cuz you've been on the scene since the late 80s okay so you know this uh the late 80s up to about the mid 90s mm-hmm. before the dawn of internet and all that stuff very strong music scene oh yes especially very, here yeah very strong uh, lots of bars to play you could you could go out and play and uh t- p- 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 sorry and uh you could actually make a uh, almost a living at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still a, t- a little tough, but um, you know, there's no there's no outlet for it here. I mean, and especially while this SC venue crisis stuff going on, it's just uh, piling on, and uh, you know,
2: it's taken away some of the good places. Uh, Powdersville Pub, which is where I opened up for Alex Williams, Ashton Johnson, Billy Don and several others. Uh, that's the kind of artist that they brought in there. And, you know, every once in a while they'd have like a cover band or a tribute band coming there. But it, she was trying to get the singer-songwriter people in yeah. there. And that's what worked there. But, you know, obviously she had to shut down because of the whole venue crisis. But I think all that is about to, to end because in January... I mean, you saw how quick they got alcohol back at Spartanburg, right? Yeah,
0: but I don't know how much they paid for it. You know, they may
2: have paid 50, 60 grand to get it back. They may have, but I, I, I truly believe with everything that's going on and how big of an impact that that's made. Uh, I mean, I met with several uh, legislators myself going to these things and talking to people because I wanted somebody from a musician's point of view to come up and speak. So I I made myself available to go and do it. And, I mean, the word is out there. It's in the press. It's in the news. It's everywhere. And if something doesn't get done, then there's it's going to get worse. It's going to well, get a lot well, worse. Well, you know. Not for us, but for them, because oh, it'll, somebody's going to start pulling some strings.
0: Well, it, it, it's already went to golf clubs. Yeah. So it's already went to, you know, Shriners. Shriners clubs yep. and stuff yep. like that, um, and, and it's it's because you know, you know it's almost because of one incident that just happened when well, somebody had some pull somewhere and you know that one little domino that they had they had to they played
2: just well, they it, wanted to make all, a statement. Well, see, a lot of people don't know this, but it's all behind the scenes. So you've heard of Alex Murdoch. Yeah. All right, well, Dick Carpulian was his lawyer. He's the one that got his son off of...
0: the yeah, big DUI stuff, that yeah, boat case. That. Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah. Well, Dick Carpoolian is also the one that got the judge to pass this law. He's sitting back collecting the money from the well, lawsuits. They, they paid him off, yeah. They, yes. they, yeah.
0: Well, you know, it, it, Spartanburg County made a billion dollars in revenue here, like last year. And I guarantee that if there's no entertainment for somebody to come and do their, you know, people come here to work for business, and they ain't got no entertainment to go watch, then, you know, that might be a deterrent for a business to come here.
2: It may be, but at the same time, like I said, and I I don't mean to, to say anything negative about Spartanburg, but... Spartanburg is, is not the music town that it used to be, and I hate that. It's sad that it isn't, but you know just as well as I do, when people go to the freight yard, there's to see a band. There's 20 people there to see that band. The rest of those people are there because that's the place to be. Music in Spartanburg is like putting the Icing on a cake. It's like curb appeal. It makes it it sounds good, it looks better. Because if it was the focus, and I ain't saying nothing bad about Delaney's because I love Delaney's, but if that was the focus, then us as musicians, when we play at the Rainey's, we wouldn't be in there trying to see which channel works on the board. You would have top of the line equipment. They would want it to sound the best that it does. Same place with any other place that does live music. I mean, even here, for y'all's Jam Night, how long has that been going on, man?
0: Uh, Jam Night started in uh, 2000,
2: uh, late 2009 okay I believe so late 2009 you're telling me throughout all these years that no owner could not afford to go ahead and just buy a pa system for that to be here you for don't the, need a big
0: pa system I, before I, I, here well
2: that's what i'm saying why why was it never done it it's not about i mean here i would well, say it's, it's more about the music yeah, it's course. small here uh but but i would say you know most of the other places like downtown where people do music I mean, freight yard. They got their own sound system. Yeah. So they're, at least they're putting that. They want it to sound good, but you know just as well as I do, those people are there for the fellowship, to drink, to have a good time. Yeah. You know, do you, what was the uh, what was the um, the female group back in the day that Renee Denton and all of them were in? What what was it? Called? Oh, Karma. Karma. Yeah. You know those those ladies tried to do something. They tried to revive music around here. I feel like they did. Um, and there was so much going on at that time, but it's still—it just kind of just well, music just kind of fell off from where it should have been. Is
1: it—is it just music though? So on a, on a broader perspective, I mean, I, I've heard I've heard stories about other uh, you know other things as well. In in that you know, Spartanburg seems to miss the boat on uh, promoting. Uh, a, a, a big sporting team, or a, or a, a franchise, or you know that the, the city doesn't get behind, or the county doesn't get behind uh, the the big things that need to help develop Spartanburg and interest in the in the city. You know, is is it just music? Does it go bro- broader than that?
2: I think it's broader than that, but I, I really think that if you're going to try to act like you're a music town, then really put something behind it. Look at Barnett Park. How many times a year does it get used? Oh, well, there's a
0: lot of things going on with that. There's uh, the stage is not up to code or
2: for certain things. But for how many years? Oh, they uh, they've but, had a lot I mean, of time to fix the problems. Um, I mean, we have Morgan Square. Why is there music not there every Friday night? Jack, you remember Jazz on Square? Remember yeah. Jazz in the Park? All that stuff faded away because, like I said, it's not something that... People look here as, as something that they have to have. It's an extra thing that makes it look good. You know, when you got outdoor dining, you got a guy playing outside. That's, that's appeal. You know, are people really listening? Some may be, some may not. One of my favorite places, The Village, those people listen to music, yeah, and you can yeah. play your original yeah. stuff there, yeah. and you can play whatever covers you. Th- but they're listening. Those yeah. people go there for that.
0: No, yeah, you know we we have had some really good listening rooms in town over the years. Uh, Son- Sonny's Brick Oven, great mm-hmm. listening room. Uh, the there guitar nothing bar, ever,
2: nothing can ever replace. Sonny's. Well, the guitar was bar was pretty good.
0: Yet. Um, uh, what? Where was uh? Where's a couple other places? Uh, you know before. Back, back back in the mid 80s I tell people about this that uh, what was the guy that owned about eight different bars around here and all the heavy metal bands were playing them
2: uh, No, Delirious oh, Delirious well we yeah, talked yeah. about
0: Ground Zero too Ground yep. Zero I mean you could go play your originals there yep. uh, but you would have to pick a night when they're having something kind of conducive yep. to what you're doing and they do have that every now and then
2: yeah I remember when they they used to do that um, but you know he's he stuck to his guns and he's Mick Minchow, the uh, he has stuck to his guns he has not changed or diverted from anything and I mean he he's always done well yeah. with that I Mickey struggle
0: Mickey Bailey used to have what eight different bars around here and it yeah. was a circuit and uh, a good a good rock and roll band could make a living yeah. just playing his bars
2: and and that's the thing that's the other thing that I try to do when I'm booking mm-hmm. because everybody's not gonna like what I do. And I know that, and I respect that, because just like I don't like stuff that other people do, so I try
1: to,
2: I try to focus on the markets that that I will do well in. That's like the the other person that books with me, uh, Mountain Mama Entertainment. You know, I always tell her I was like how I go about this is I look and see who's playing where, and then. I go check that place out, like on Facebook or whatever, and then I see who's playing there to see what kind of artist it is, to see if they're singer songwriter, if they're outlaw country, or if they're if they're top forty. That's not for me, so I know move on. You know, so I mean, you've got to you've got to find where you fit in as well. But I did a um, it was really cool last week. I did a Nashville uh, songwriter round, um, but it was in in Fountain Inn, at the Voodoo I Brewing. That's
0: all I think I saw an ad for that one. Okay, there. so
2: the girl that puts it together, she comes from Nashville. She brings two guys from Nashville, and then she picks uh, about five or six from South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. So uh, the round that I did, it was me, Zach Kellum, and Ryan Henry. And literally, we were all three different types of songwriters. Uh, so you had Zach who was more, he's, he sounds more radio, like something you'd hear on the radio. Then you had Ryan Henry uh, Ryan Henry, who was more bluesy country. And then you had me that was more st- storyteller, a little bit of backwoods type sound. But it was really cool to be able to have that diversity. But like I said, everybody's not going to like what you do. And I get that. There's places I don't fit in. And, and I understand that because everybody don't want to hear that and
0: that's fine. Well, let me let me bring back some you were talking about karma and certain groups like that. Well, you know, we have a problem with with stuff like that and and you know this just as well as I do that people travel around in circles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In a big circle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that works fine, but most of the time it's a hindrance to build in the community. Man, this board and all these stuff. This I got to this thing's so new, man. I got to go do every knob yeah, about 100 so times before to work itself You need a pop in. filter. I, well, and, I, I used and to not have... not just
1: for your face. Yeah, well... He used to have those. Uh, yeah, I used to
0: have some uh, little filters, but uh, we uh, had to part companies with the uh, with the uh, first investors of the podcast here. But uh, we're working it out. We got it good. We're, we're, we're keeping it going. Uh, so, yeah, if, if everybody could, you know, kind of well, I don't want to work with them because of this and
2: that. And that's something that we have right now. Yeah. We have that very much. It's kind of like little clicks here and little clicks there and little clicks there. And, it. you know, a lot of times people are like, well, you know, I don't play with so-and-so because they do this kind of music, and I don't, I don't like that, so I don't go out and support that. But well, there's lots of things that uh, I listen to that I don't support but I still respect because – they're doing their thing, just like Jam Night in here on Thursdays. Anybody that's got the the balls to get up there, yeah. and and do that in front of people. It's
0: it's a tough Jam Night. I mean, you can get I mean, intimidated up here every now and then. I, you
2: know, I respect them a hundred percent.
1: I just drink bourbon and beer and that and that kind yeah. of yeah. <laughs> it, <you> know?
2: <laughs> so so uh. uh, uh but you're right. It's very clicky ladies, around here.
1: Ladies
0: and gentlemen, we're here at the fabulous New Way Lounge in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina, with uh, Tony Slaughter. You can get and hear all his music It's streaming online. Just look him up. And uh, what new stuff? You got any new stuff coming up?
2: I'm going in the studio uh, the end. Well, about middle of November to start working on my first single that I'm going to release. The so this is second album
0: I, second album or, or, or third.
2: Will, this is a, well, you know, I had From the Holler first. Yeah. So
0: this will be your actual third album of the storytelling kind of genre.
2: Yeah. But um so what my plan is right now is March through September I'm doing nothing but playing music for a living. September until March, I'm playing music as much as I can, but I'm working part-time for a buddy of mine that does, uh, has a construction company. Yeah I,
0: know, yeah, I know you do that every now and then. Because
2: I need money for the studio, and I need money to travel with next year. Yeah. Because let's face it, we don't make enough money <laughs> to travel. I played almost, at the end of this year, I would have played probably about 180 shows.
0: That's almost enough to get sponsored by Monster. <laughs>
2: but I'm just saying, even, even with all that, I mean, yes, I can, I can sustain and make a living off of playing music. I was doing it, but when your car breaks down and you need two grand, yeah. you don't have it. When you get ready to go in the studio, you don't have the money. And I'm and tour support. Uh, tour support is expensive. Yes. So, but yes, uh, the next song that I'm going to be releasing. Um, well, actually, I'm trying to decide between, but I got a song called Alabama. And, and there's a whole story behind that one and uh, what was the other one I was going to release uh, oh Road Less Travel uh, and that story's kind of about me because uh, this past this past year has been I've been tested in every way possible that I can because uh, once I started playing shows with those those other people the ones that and these people are hungry man they are after this, like they got stars in their eyes. See, I don't have all that. I don't care about that. They are hungry, and if anybody comes around them that they feel like is a threat at all,
0: oh yeah, it's man, I down guess, the drain, down the tubes, down yeah. the tubes. It's a rock that here too. It's, if, some, if somebody thinks you're going to get up on stage and show them up, they won't let you open. They'll go out of their way to stop you from playing the places they play uh it it happens you know and it's just well and it's sad because it's just quite a few people it's not a it's not a lot of people that's doing it, it's just a few yeah and if you're not doing the same kind of substances that hurts you too around here sometimes yeah. which is very sad you know it's about building building it it's not yeah. about you know let's 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 bury somebody in this foundation corner here, and you know, like the dang mafia does. You know, let's put them in the cornerstone and build the building up on top of them. Which well,
2: see, I even had, um, I had a buddy of mine. Cause I mean, I try to help anybody that I can, but he kind of took it a little bit too far. I won't mention his name. He's a musician, but he came up to me and he was like, "Hey man," he goes, "I, I saw you've been all over the place this year." Da 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 da. And he said, can you just give me the list of your contacts and where you're playing and everything? Yeah. I just looked at him, and I was like, dude, I spent months and days sending out emails to get all these people. I mean, you send out 50 emails in a week. You might get two back. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I'll I'll help you get in one place, but you're going to do your work just like I did. But that's the thing I've learned is nobody's going to help you. And that's okay because I'll stand on my own and I'll do it on it, my own, it, it and is, that's what this song is about. Yeah,
1: it is like that. Um, I think pretty much everywhere as well. You know, I mean, I've experienced that myself in in England, and um, you know that kind of attitude. But it, it does seem to be a shame when, as you say, there's there's not enough focus on performance and music in Spartanburg that people can't uh, be a little more uh, open and. Uh, and helpful to each other and uh, you know trying to encourage the uh, the growth of, of what, the, what, this, the thing, what this
2: town has in an abundance and that's the thing they don 't understand is you stand out more in numbers than you do if you're just by yourself
0: well look there's a lot of good musicians in town uh, but n- n- I would and I'm gonna say this uh, cause I'm one of them uh, not uh, we can't do it on our own uh it, even if somebody had a runaway hit right now it would be it wouldn't help the scene really I don't think and because who maybe if that person was cool and came back and said hey let's let's do a big festival here once a year or twice a year or three times a year or something like that then maybe that would help but it would all depend on who if they got everybody that they could yeah. to do it because do
1: you, do you think do you think that some of the uh that attitude has faded with uh, the, the lack of, uh, you know, uh, radio artists or big stars from the Spartanburg area. I mean, you know, when, when Marshall Tucker were around and, and in their heyday. They had um, to
0: leave town to get famous.
2: That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, You're but not going to get it here.
1: But they but they brought it back.
0: Uh, to a certain extent.
1: To a certain extent.
0: Okay. It was still, it was still a good old boy system.
2: Yeah. Right. You know. But see, that's the thing, though. I don't. I don't mind helping anybody at all. I mean, I'll. I'll give you an example. So, um, there's a radio station uh, in Texas right now that is playing two of my songs. WSKY Radio. They picked up Sound of Carolina and Center in the same. And so another buddy of mine, he was like, "Hey man, can you get me on there?" And I said, "I'll give you his contact information." And you can submit to him just like I did. I said, but you got to fit his format. I said you're red dirt sounding, and this guy's more old country, Texas country. You know, I said that's that's what he's pushing. So he may not put you on it. You but know, I'll give you the information.
0: Uh, and and you're you're good. I mean, you're smart by not you know showing your cards. Because I've done that a couple of times. I've been like, okay, yeah, here I'll get you in this place. Next thing I know, they're playing that place, and I ain't playing it no more. Well, yeah.
1: every every time you get somebody into a gig that you've done, that's one gig less you're going to do next time.
0: Yeah, and uh,
2: what? Well, but I don't, I really I don't, don't mind. I mean, there's I don't plenty either. of places. There's plenty of places to play. I Not in
0: Spartanburg, places. but other than Spartanburg, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's it Delaney's and and Main Street Pub. I do those because they pay my bills. That both I get paid really well on both of those gigs. So that pays my bills, or have, you know part of my bills for the month. And that's why I do those. I know those people. I mean, Main Street Pub, I'm background They're music. They're in there to drink. Yeah, I'm background music, and that's fine. I don't mind that. I don't have to do that when I go out of town, though. Yeah. I can connect with people, talk with people, meet new people every time I play somewhere. Sell my merch. I got five different hats. I got, or I'm sorry, five different shirts, two different hats. I got stickers, koozies, everything. Now,
0: you've noticed that when you're playing with these guys, they're really out there trying to make it happen for them. Uh, You know, me and you are old fellas now, and Paul's old fella too. That's Three old fellas here. Sounds like a a bad B Goodfellas movie or something. But uh, when I moved to Austin, Every time I went out and did something playing, man, I, ha- I had to I had to elevate myself Right. because you know you're in a place where it drips music there. I mean, right. you can go outside and it's raining music, you know, and uh, that that can be scary sometimes uh, when you know you're going to a place where Red Bullcart is, is is playing, you know, and you're about to he, you know, he's just been on the stage like 10 minutes ago, right. and next thing you know, you're you're put in that same situation, and it's it's very intimidating, and, and, and you really have to be comfortable with yourself and what you do.
2: Well, see, and I am, and that's the thing because...
0: And that's what intimidates people. Some
2: of those people that I've played with that are bigger artists, they have a lot of respect for me and because they, they like my songs and stuff, and, you know, I don't feel... I don't feel like I'm I'm beneath them or anything like that at all. I feel like I, I'm just as good as they are.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: I'm doing the same things that they are. There's a lot of bands uh, that are coming right now from Kentucky, Missouri, Texas. Those are the ones I've been playing with at Doc's Tavern in Greenville. They're not from here. Nobody's ever heard from, from, of them, period. But the thing is, they come in and, you know... I'm getting paid $300 to open for them. They're getting $1500 and I'm bringing all the people. Mm. So, you know, it I don't know, that's the only part about it that really upsets me.
0: Well, some some you know, sometimes on your way up, you have to there's steps. You're going to be meeting people on the way down and on the way up. So, <laughs> I you know, it's a give and take with anything you do. Give it it to and,
2: and I understand that you have to take the good with the bad. And you're gonna have good shows. You're gonna have bad shows. You're gonna have some that pay more than others. You're gonna have some that you do f- for exposure. I,
0: I know I've been dominating the interview, Paul. Uh, have you got anything? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry.
2: <laughs> it, yeah.
1: So uh, no, I've not known you that long, Tony. Um, to for those who don't know about you, how, how did you get started? What what brought you into music? What what was your what was the trigger?
2: Well, and he knows this, but yeah, we went, I, I with, played in rock bands my whole yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all I did. But, but. Metal. I was in. I was in one that went to like next level. Like we were playing with Shine Down, all these yeah. big bands. And after I got burned out doing that, when we didn't really go anywhere, it, it's shady too. That, right after I quit the band, they got signed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so of course there's my luck. So, but before that, what got you into
1: that? What got you I've into always, rock band? I've and- always
2: loved music my whole life, and you know, I all I ever wanted to do was just play guitar. I didn't care anything about singing or anything like that at all. And you know, four years ago, my dad uh, passed away from cancer. And he was really big into country music. That was what he loved more than anything. And so for about a year after he passed away, I was just completely numb. I didn't, I wasn't playing with nobody, doing nothing. And I just woke up one morning and started writing songs. And I've written, in the past three years, I've written over 40 songs. And I'd never written a song before. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just putting down. That's why I tell a lot of people, they're like, how do you write your songs or they want to co-write with me and i'm like i don't know how to do that because yeah. when i write a song it comes with me in ten minutes and it's done well yeah. let me tell you
0: man and a lot of people
2: don't write that way
0: uh... You, you, if you're talking about getting out of spartanburg and and branching out and stuff well i just had uh... some songs being played overseas in the movie theaters on mm-hmm. the tv and the uh, just got a royalty check from international sales nice so I uh, it you know <laughs> You definitely have to. Ha- you got to be out there, and it's got to be available. That's what I'm
2: saying. It's and not going to happen here. You it's got to got, be out of here.
0: If you were, yeah, if you were to rely on Spartanburg alone, you would have to. I mean, you'd be kissing so much ass in
2: ten years that ago, you wouldn't have
0: time to play music.
2: Ten years ago, we didn't have social media. We didn't have TikTok. We didn't have Facebook.
0: Yeah, it was a nice scene back then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It really was.
0: People went out. They didn't. They didn't sit at home and sit on mess around on the computer or
2: streamed you know there was no we didn't have none of that it was word of mouth and and flyers on cars you
0: could go and put flyers on the college campuses back then too you you can't do that nowadays they'll get mad at you just you know (laughs) run you off and trespass you i'm sorry i'm sorry paul
1: no it's fine it's fine no i i'm learning every every time every time
2: we do these chats i'm learning and And that's what this whole experience is about is learning from everybody
0: look this podcast was supposed to be a video show that Chris Mathis and me were supposed to put on, and we was going to record a, a forty-five minute show, uh, and submit it to uh, SC uh, TV, and see if we could get like a little series done or something. But uh, then COVID happened, and Chris got cancer, and uh, it went on the wayside. And uh, and then went, well, and then COVID happened. He got cancer. Then COVID happened. So once COVID was was you know. Still going on. I was approached to do this podcast, and uh, at the time, it was a really good way to help supplement. Give because we were paying musicians yeah. in too to come in and do it, and nobody was working, so we were really happy to help with you know fifty bucks is a week's worth of groceries to yeah. some people, you know. So or gas, yeah. So we were really happy to do it, and now, now it's almost like I got to do it. Yeah, you know because this podcast before we go for somebody who's in a circle big circle around here working we're going to have all the small people on here and promote them right and give them money and that was that that became the focus of this thing and um you know that's eventually we'll get everybody you know eventually but i'm going we're serving the ones who need to be served first Right. And that's 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 the main mission, I
2: guess. And that's awesome that y'all are doing that. I mean, you know, any any exposure that you can get in anything, you know, getting your music out there. Like I said, you know, we didn't we didn't have social media back then. And uh, I don't know if you know who Brent Cobb is, but Brent Cobb, um, he's a singer songwriter. He's from Georgia, and he's huge. If he was to come anywhere around here, he'd sell it out. But you've never heard his name before. And he made a big comment the other day on social media. He said, it took me 15 years to get to the bottom of the list that goes up. Yeah. And you'll have an artist, like I'll give you an example, my buddy Andrew Wooten. He started a year ago. He started doing his singer-songwriter thing. He just played the Greenville uh, Country Music Fest last weekend. And so all these people are like, he shouldn't be up there, he don't deserve that, whatever. You know what? That boy played over two hundred shows in a year. He booked them all himself. He is
1: And he used social media and all the tools available in the modern time to promote his own Exactly,
2: act. Yeah. and yeah. that's why yeah. he did that show. Because when they saw how hard of a worker he was, yeah. they were like, This guy needs it. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to that's the one thing that I've learned. Nobody wants to work for this. They want somebody to just hand it over they to them. They want somebody else to do the legwork. And it don't matter how good you are. That's That has nothing to do with it. People want to see you earn what you're doing. And not to get on another subject, but that um, that new guy, Oliver Anthony, have you heard yeah, him? Yeah,
0: I haven't heard any of his music okay, yet.
2: But so that guy went from zero to number Every, one in everybody the world wants him, yeah. overnight okay my honest opinion dude can write songs he's not a singer he is not a singer i'm sorry i don't know how that appeals well see i got two things going for me i haven't heard a full
0: version of a taylor swift song (laughs) and i haven't heard any of the oliver anthony stuff i didn't hear the new tracy chapman version song that guy did
2: uh, you know. but my point is nobody cares until everybody cares they could have picked there's so many and not, not say anything bad about him but there are so many talented songwriters in this world that they could have put on that pedestal that's been working for the past 10 years
1: but, but you said that the reason why a lot of these people don't go anywhere is because they don't leave Spartanburg and they don't they don't seem to have the power to promote themselves, or or the will to promote themselves, and and, and you're really, not going to go any farther if you yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. And I was I was talking to a a recording star uh, on the country scene a few weeks ago, and uh, he said the same thing. Um, you know, the reason why a, a lot of talent stays in our little pool is mm-hmm. because they do not jump out and they don't try because you know maybe they they don't have the confidence to do self-promotion or maybe they just well feel, my, feel that it should be coming to them because they've served their time which is you know my obviously. ride passed away
2: <laughs> and i mean i'm trying i'm yeah, trying really to did. do better with marketing myself but i still haven't like i'm on tiktok i can i can post a song i could y'all could record me for 30 seconds doing a song and within 20 minutes i'd have over 700 views well that's how, that's how quick that can happen and that's with me only having like 400 friends. Yeah. So all that's coming from outside of what I'm doing. It gets it gets spread through yeah. other that, people. Uh, but it can happen that quick. But yeah. I mean, you got people that can do that and they have a million views mm. in 30 minutes. Yeah. So I'm learning it, but I haven't used it till its to its fullest yet, but I'm saying we have all the tools just like you said. We have every tool that we need, and if we don't use them, then it's useless. Everybody suffers. The yeah. world is a
1: small place now yes um, you know i I, uh, I see that myself from my own personal point of view because obviously i'm here I, I you know i'm away from my family and uh, and my my previous life and and yet you know they they are literally just there you know i pick up my smartphone and i've got my daughter and my granddaughters on you know i can mm-hmm. talk whenever i want to yep. and you know and we can see silly videos that they've posted on tiktok and and, and it is the world is a small place and uh, and if you don't use those tools promotion right
2: you've got it right there in front of you yeah.
0: Uh, We're going to get Tawny to play some music here in just a couple of seconds. So let's go ahead and get set up for that. We'd like to thank the New Ways uh, Lounge for sponsoring this podcast, Sparkle City Sessions brought to you by the Hub City Music Society. I'm your host, Mark Rocco-Dawson, and this is my co-host.
1: I'm Paul Topolis and uh, on the subject of promotion, we do have merchandise. Uh, by the time this airs, uh, we will have more merchandise, so please check the Sparkle City Sessions and uh, the Hub City Music Society uh, pages on Facebook, and you will see all the wonderful goodness that we can sell to you yes. to keep this podcast alive.
0: Yeah, uh, and, to, and to get better equipment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and a
0: pop filter, just baby and, steps, man. Uh, uh, baby steps. And we really need some fluffers. We gotta have some you, fluffers. You know what? We. You
2: know what's funny right now, talking about technology. Okay, I guarantee you, on one of our phones right now, you're gonna see an ad for pop filters or. Yes or audio equipment, I guarantee you. Mr. Google I'm,
0: is listening. I mainly just see if, uh, ads for tacos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh,
0: So we're going to take a little break here. Uh, it won't be a break for you guys, but it will be for us. And we're going to get Tony set up to play some music for you and kill this crazy-ass fly that's yep. been bugging the shit out <laughs> of us all day Rolls
1: of the newspaper, something. <laughs> so we'll be
0: right back in just a little bit.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Sparkle City Sessions from the New Way Lounge in downtown Spartanburg, the oldest bar in town, and we have the pleasure of the company of Tony Slaughter right now. He's going to give us a few numbers, all written by yourself, Tony? Yes, sir. Perfect.
2: Introduce. All right, uh, this is one of the songs that's on uh, WSKY radio. Um, It's called Sound of Carolina. When the sun comes up, we go to work. Life comes hard and we follow the earth. We start this day with prayers inside us. Listen to the sound of Carolina. I got me a woman, she treats me fine Raised in a family, trying to survive In a house of love, in pain behind us Listen to the sound of Carolina Never forget what we've learned right from wrong in the wars we've won. With a pride and a smile, hope will guide us. Listen to the sound of Carolina. When the rain comes down, we rest in peace Pray in our soul, God will keep With so many lost, that will never find us Saving our soul in Carolina Sun goes down, this day ends. Then comes dawn, we'll meet again. I pray that fortune will one day find us. Listen to the sound of Carolina. Listen to the sound of Carolina, listen to the sound of Carolina.
0: Sweetness, sweetness. Keep the music going here with Tony Slaughter.
2: All right, this next one is uh, it's called Alabama. sometimes you gotta leave just to ease the pain a little dose at a time keeps you from going insane there's pieces of you left in this place i call home this heartache won't heal on its own i found love I found love in Alabama I found love I found love In my mind It may not be the way it was back home there's friendly places and faces wrong it's a damn good place to write a song. Poor oh, man the heart that's left too far gone. I found love, I found love in Alabama. I found love, I found love in my mind I'm headed down a road I've never known Chasing dreams to find out where I belong I keep holding on to the best of us Losing myself was the worst of it I found love I found love In Alabama I found love I found love in my mind I found love I found love In Alabama I found love I found love in my mind very
0: nice very nice uh keep it rolling let's keep it going one more song
2: all right this next one uh this is gonna be my next single that i release it's called road less traveled Every man's gotta talk. Every man's gotta walk. Everybody's gotta take a chance, right or wrong. I ain't playing no games. I don't care about fame. But the things that matter the most is when I'm sane. If my soul's on fire and burning, and this world keeps on turning, Lord knows I'll be riding till I'm done. Well I know I'm getting old, but my work ain't finished yet, so don't close a book, I've just begun. Don't close a book I've just begun. I ain't afraid to stand up. You know I won't give up. I keep my enemies as close as I can. It's about living the truth. Not ain't about you. You'll hear these words. Every time I say If my soul's on fire and burning And this world keeps on turning Lord knows I've been riding till I'm done Well, I know I'm getting old But my work ain't finished yet So don't close the book I've just begun don't close a book. I've just begun. If my soul's on fire and burning, and this world keeps on turning. Lord knows I'll be riding till I'm done Well I know I'm getting old my work ain't finished yet So don't close the book I've just begun If my soul's on fire and burning and this world keeps on turning Lord knows I'm riding till I'm done. Well, I know I'm getting old. My work ain't finished yet, so don't close the book. I've just begun. Don't close the book. I've just begun. So don't you worry about me son i ain't finished till i'm done unless the good lord comes to carry me home
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Tony Slaughter here on Sparkle City Sessions in downtown Spartanburg, South Carolina. at the fabulous New Way Lounge, the oldest bar in town. I was your host, Mark Rocco Dawson, and... Uh,
1: uh, I was Paul Topliss, and we hope to see you again real soon.
0: We'll catch you on the flip-flop.
2: Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Thank It'll you, Tony. It's pleasure. Thanks, Tony.
0: Uh, be safe in your travels, brother. Absolutely. See you later.